Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. This episode of Markets Daily is sponsored by CME Group. It's Tuesday, October 17th, 2023. And this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. My name is Noel Acheson, Coindesk collaborator and author of the Crypto is Macro Now newsletter on Substack. On today's show, we're talking about the US consumer, Bitcoin ETFs, and more. So you don't miss an episode, be sure to follow the podcast on your platform of choice. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Now, a markets roundup. The past 24 hours have delivered some drama in crypto markets. As we were recording yesterday's episode, a report surfaced on Twitter saying that BlackRock's spot Bitcoin ETF proposal had been approved. That pushed the price of Bitcoin up around 10% past $30,000 in a matter of minutes. The report turned out to be false, however, and the Bitcoin price quickly plummeted back to its pre-report level. But, and this is interesting, it then started climbing again, only at a much more measured pace. According to Coindesk Indices, at 10 a.m. Eastern Time today, Bitcoin was trading at $28,483, up 2.3% over the past 24 hours. In part, this is probably the extension of the steady climb we had been seeing since Sunday. It's also probably partly due to investors realizing that a spot Bitcoin ETF approval is likely soon, and there is upside. In yesterday's episode, I spoke about how I didn't think approval was even close to being priced in. The recent price action pretty much confirmed that. Also, yesterday, the CEO of BlackRock, Larry Fink, went on the air to discuss crypto's safe haven qualities. In this, he's conflating crypto with Bitcoin, but we can forgive that because he apparently can't specifically talk about Bitcoin since they have a Bitcoin-related filing with the SEC. Yes, the same filing that was the subject of yesterday's erroneous report. Anyway, there's still plenty of risk in the market, especially given the uncertain macroeconomic outlook. But Larry Fink publicly extolling the virtues of crypto should be enough to make investment managers everywhere pay more attention. It is especially interesting that he is talking about crypto being in the same safe haven basket as treasuries and gold. Ether did not match Bitcoin's spike yesterday, nor has it kept up with the recent steadier climb. Earlier today, 
Ether was trading at $1,583, roughly unchanged over the past 24 hours. In macro signals, the latest US retail sales data is out, and it shows a much stronger than expected consumer. The value of retail purchases in September, unadjusted for inflation, increased by 0.7% from August, notably higher than the median forecast of 0.3%. The increase was slightly lower than August's 0.8% month-on-month increase, but that was revised up from the 0.6% originally reported a month ago. Normally, strong retail growth would be good news, as it suggests a strong economy. However, in these tense markets, a strong consumer reminds traders of how hard it will be to bring inflation down to the Fed's 2% target and suggests that US interest rates may have to stay elevated for longer than the market has been hoping. After the news came out, the yield on the 10-year Treasury jumped above 4.8% for the first time in almost two weeks. And the probability of another rate hike before the end of the year, according to CME futures pricing, has climbed to almost 40% from just 25% a week ago. This consumer surprise could lead to a weekday in US stock markets, with futures suggesting a down opening. Yesterday, all three main US indices were up around 1% on the back of some encouraging earnings reports. European stocks are largely down so far today, with the German DAX, the French CAC40 and the broader Eurostock 600 down around two-thirds of a percent, amid concern about the US rates outlook and the developing conflict in the Middle East. Asian stock markets seemed to shrug off any geopolitical concern today, despite the attention focused on Russian leader Vladimir Putin's rare trip outside of his country to visit Chinese President Xi Jinping. Yesterday, Japan's Nikkei index jumped 1.2%, the Hang Seng was up three quarters of a percent, and the Shanghai Composite rose almost one third. Tomorrow, we get China's Q3 GDP growth figures, which could change the market outlook. Forecasts are for it to come in at around 4.4%, well below the official 5% target, and below the second quarter's 6.3%. This figure will be a key indicator of the potential resilience of the global economy and its stock markets in coming months. In commodities, oil prices are continuing their pullback as talks between the US and Venezuela appear to be progressing. This, in theory, would unleash more oil supply onto the global market. Earlier today, the Brent crude benchmark was trading at just over $90 per barrel, down almost half a percent. Gold, on the other hand, is holding on to its safe haven narrative, climbing just over a quarter of a percent to trade at $1,925 per ounce. Stay with us. Next, we're going to talk about what a Bitcoin spot ETF could mean for the crypto market. CME Group cryptocurrency futures and options provide market-leading liquidity for Bitcoin and Ether trading. These cash-settled contracts give full exposure to crypto performance without the hassle of holding the physical position. No digital wallet? No problem. Trade nearly 24-7 in a transparent CFTC-regulated market. Visit cmegroup.com crypto to learn more. This communication is not directed to investors of any specific jurisdiction or to recipients based in jurisdictions in which distribution is not permitted. It cannot be considered investment advice or results of market experience. Past results are are not indicative of future performance. Trading derivatives products involves the risk of loss. Please consider it carefully. Full disclaimer included in show notes. Welcome back. After yesterday's spot Bitcoin ETF drama, 
we can't not talk some more about the topic. Today, I want to address a question I've been asked by many people recently, which is relevant to yesterday's price bump. Why would a Bitcoin spot ETF be good for the crypto market? This is a question relevant to those who don't see the need when we have high-quality crypto exchanges and to those who worry a Bitcoin ETF could hurt the crypto market. The main reason that it would be good for the market is that it is an easy way for individuals and institutions to hold Bitcoin. True, many can just go out and buy Bitcoin on a crypto exchange, so why do you need an ETF? Because buying Bitcoin is a hassle, let's face it. It's getting easier and easier as the usability of platforms continues to improve, but it still involves setting up new accounts, going through identity confirmation, choosing your custody method. If you're going to sell custody, which is the safer option, that's another possibly complicated setup process. An ETF is easy, there's no additional account setup needed, and custody is handled for you. It's a convenient wrapper. Much like a gold ETF is a convenient way to get exposure to the gold spot price. Investors can buy gold directly and store it in a vault or in the back of their shoe cupboard, but it's a lot more complicated than buying a listed share that closely tracks the spot price. For an individual, asking their broker to buy a Bitcoin ETF will be as easy as buying an equities ETF. No new accounts, no custody concerns, just easy portfolio diversification. For institutions, many are only allowed to hold assets that trade on regulated exchanges, so buying spot Bitcoin is not even an option for them. With a spot Bitcoin ETF, spot Bitcoin exposure becomes available, potentially bringing a new range of large players into the market. In sum, the spot Bitcoin ETF makes it much easier for the retail and institutional market to add Bitcoin exposure. If it's easier, they're more likely to do it. And given the growing understanding of the multiple investment theses and the diversification potential of Bitcoin, it's increasingly probable that many will. Another benefit to the crypto market is the implicit marketing of an ETF. Each issuer will presumably be promoting their Bitcoin ETFs and educating investors as to the asset's characteristics. That's a big boost to mainstream awareness. Also, investment advisors would have no excuse at all to not offer Bitcoin exposure to their clients, along with gold exposure, equity exposure, emerging market exposure, etc. Bitcoin would most likely increasingly form part of typical portfolio diversification. This could also significantly broaden the potential market. There is some valid criticism of the concept. Some worry that the possible centralization of holdings could add some market risk. If, for instance, the BlackRock fund becomes the most popular and dominates the market, then BlackRock could end up holding a significant chunk of Bitcoin in circulation. If BlackRock goes bankrupt, and this is obviously extremely unlikely and would be astonishingly bad for all markets, I'm just using this as an extreme example, then there could be a damaging fire sale, legal hassle, and a host of other nightmarish situations. Of course, that is a risk, and it is also why self-custody is always safer, but convenience often wins, and we can hope that smart eyes will be watching this and that investors will be protected as much as the law allows. If you have any further questions on the ETF issue or would just like to share your thoughts, we'd love to hear from you. That's it for today's show. For more crypto podcasts, check out the Coindesk Podcast Network. You can reach us at podcasts at coindesk.com, follow us, and if you like the show, 
please leave us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Markets Daily is produced and edited by Eleanor Paul, with executive production by Jared Schwartz. I'm Noel Acheson for Coindesk. We're back tomorrow with more market news and insights. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.